Hi, my name's Nigel Temple, and the Marketing Compass podcast is all about sharing marketing tips and ideas with you. MailChimp subject lines. During my monthly MailChimp open course in central London, we always talk about email subject lines. Such a simple thing and so important. My advice is to write 45 characters within your subject line, as this will mean that most people will be able to read the entire subject line. Begin with two eye-catching words in order to get the subscriber's attention. This is because we read in chunks of a few words at a time. If the first few words of the subject line do not get a positive reaction, you have diminished your opening rate. Within MailChimp, there are five ways of sorting and selecting your subscribers. Here they are. Number one is lists. Think of each list as a separate database, because that's effectively what it is. Please bear in mind that the separate lists or databases can't talk to each other. My advice is to have one list, and interestingly, recently, MailChimp are referring to this part of their system as audiences. So the second way of sorting and selecting would be groups. Groups are a really nice, simple way of dividing subscribers up. Imagine a shop had a thousand MailChimp subscribers and 970 of them were customers. So that shop could create a group called customers with 970 subscribers in and they could be easily found when they were creating a campaign and a campaign could be just sent to those people. And secondly, there's a cohort of suppliers. Say there are 30 of them. And again, there could be a group which is called suppliers. And again, that can be easily found when they're creating a campaign and a separate campaign could be sent to the shop's suppliers. Now, groups behave in slightly different ways to the other sorting and selecting methods. Groups, for example, can appear in the sign up form for that list. And bear in mind, please, that at the bottom of every campaign you ever send from MailChimp, there are two links. One is unsubscribe, which is self-evident. But the other one is preferences. If you're already using MailChimp, click on preferences and what you'll see opens up is pretty much the sign up form for the list that you used when you sent that campaign. So if you haven't looked at your sign up form for a while, I would suggest you do so because there may be some old fields and an old design in there that you need to bring up to speed. So let me just step back and tell you where I've reached. I'm saying there are five ways of sorting and selecting. The first is lists, and I've just been uh, talking about the second, which is groups. So the third would be segments. And I think that MailChimp called them segments because effectively they're data segments. So imagine a big pizza and you take a slice of pizza. So that's a data segment, you see. And an example would be this. Your most engaged subscribers in MailChimp are marked up in, with stars. And you may have seen those stars. And they are um, one star, two star, three star, four star and five star. As a matter of fact, when someone joins your list, they 
are attributed as being a two-star subscriber. And if they go off backpacking and never open uh, your wonderful emails, they could drift down to being a, a one-star subscriber. Now, if they open and engage with you, then they rise up through the ranks of being a three, maybe four, and perhaps even a five-star. And you can create a data segment of your most engaged subscribers, and they're going to be probably your four and five-star people. So another step back for me, and I'll just remind you that we're talking about sorting and selecting. The first way is with lists, or just one list, that would be even better. And then we've got groups, and I've just been talking about segments with that example of stars, but another segment would be when you send a campaign to Monday, and uh, say you sent it to a thousand people, and the average open rate within the MailChimp universe is 20%. So if you sent to a thousand and 20% open it, say by Thursday, around about 200 people would have opened it, which is a shame because the stuff you send is so brilliant, isn't it? So then on the Thursday, you may wish to resend to the non-openers. And my experience is this. When you do that, there's an uplift in the opening rate of 50%. So as opposed to 200 people seeing it, 300 people see it. If you do this, please bear in mind that you may get some unsubscribes. But on the other hand, you may feel that they would have unsubscribed the next time you send. But at the end of the day, of course, that's a business decision for you to make. So we've talked about lists and we've touched on groups and I've just been talking about segments. And a while ago, MailChimp added something called tags. Now, tags are attributes of your subscribers. You can have lots of tags. I wouldn't have too many, though, because the drop down is going to be enormous. But these are going to be attributes, things like maybe where they're based or something to do with um, the particular things they're interested in or something to do with market segmentation. And tags show up in a lot of CRM systems, you know, customer relationship management systems. So that's another way of sorting and selecting. And finally, there's something called the VIP marker, which you'll see when you look at uh, the record card for a subscriber, there's a little drop down and you can click the drop down and you can mark that subscriber uh, as a VIP person. Now, in a future edition, I'll be talking about campaigns, how to make them even more gorgeous and how to increase your opening rates. But I hope for now that's given you a few ideas about MailChimp. And don't forget to subscribe to catch the next episode.